from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Proud to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We are inside of the Charney's Menswear and Tuxedo Studios, and we are on Facebook Live on Facebook dot com backslash live now dt so you're watching us you're listening you're having some fun you could be anywhere in central and upstate new york you're never going to lose the signal you can be on the east coast the west coast the midwest inside and outside of this country so i want to thank everybody that has listened or watched wherever you are whatever you're doing much appreciation to you for being a part of the show and i want to give a shout out to my family in spain that is five hours ahead of time that takes the time to watch it so it's around what i mean at this point uh, if it's if it's nine if it's nine o'clock, then it's around two o'clock, two seventeen for them right now. Not too bad, a little afternoon, little lunchtime wake up call. But appreciate everybody that's tuning in. Mike Wheeler is on the broadcast with us now. He is no stranger to the show. Uh, pretty much from when I moved back to Syracuse from Orlando, him and I have been talking. I have tremendous respect for him. He is. I don't want to call him a hidden gem in our community because hopefully people notice it by now. But someone in our community that is consistently bringing a good product onto the court, but more importantly, being a good person in our community. And there are leaders in this community that that we lean on, foundational pieces, if you will. And Mike is one of those guys that I really do believe is a, a piece of the fabric of Central and Upstate New York that you should appreciate, should go out to the game, should support. And for what he does for the local community has been tremendous. And, and what he does as a dad with his Little guys running around and all that, and as a husband, there's a lot to be said about the type of person that we have here on the show. So I know that he's going to be humble about it. I know I gave him a long-winded intro, and I know he'll probably say thank you and move on. But with that being said, Mike is with us. Mike, how are we doing today? Dan, thanks for having me. How are you? Happy New Year, and uh, thank you for that tidbit of uh, introduction. That was very nice. Thank you. So, Mike, you got to, we were talking off the air, you got to spend the holidays in warmer climate. I was down in, in Disney right at the beginning of December so that I could have the excuse of, uh, of the uh, show, the new show that I do, Dan on Disney, to be able to ride Rise of the Resistance and be down there for Star Wars and whatnot. So I got my Christmas Disney feel on. What was Florida like for you? What part of Florida did you go to? And, and how nice was it to have some palm trees for Christmas? Well, you know, it's always nice to get away um, for the holidays. Um, you know, it's not the same, you know, we, we, we left a couple of days before Christmas. Um, the team had eight, nine days off. So, uh, you know, my wife and I decided to, to go down and, and, you know, spend Christmas, uh, down South. It was nice to see palm trees a little different. It takes, kind of takes the Christmas image away from, from upstate New York, but you know, um, you know, we, we talked about it. It was, it was good. It wasn't great. You know, it's different. Um, you know, the weather wasn't all that great. It was, you know, I, I would say the mid eighties was great, but, uh, you know, I, I think I saw clouds eight out of the nine days we were there. So it was, uh, wasn't a all around, uh, sunshiny trip. Um, but you know, the, you know, you, you're able to sit by the pool a little bit. The boys were able to swim. Um, you know, we enjoyed ourselves and, uh, 
back to uh, the climate of New York um, just a couple days before New Year's, and uh, so it was enjoyable. And for you to be able to go down there and take a break, you and I talk about you know the importance of balance in life. What can you say you continue to learn as being a husband, a father, and a head coach? What are you What are you still learning? Well, you know, it's um, you know, I think it's always something you'll you'll learn. Um, you know, being um, especially as the as the, the boys get older and the kids get older, they're involved in in so many other sports. You know, my my oldest, uh, my nine year old, is playing um, hockey now. He got into ice hockey in the last year, and he absolutely loves it. And I wish he picked a different sport because it's expensive as heck. Um, but uh, he he enjoys playing hockey and. Um, my middle one's involved in indoor soccer and soccer and, you know, my, my four or five year old, he's just starting to play t-ball and baseball. Um, which is, uh, as a parent, when you're, when you're, when you're coaching t-ball, it's, 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 I thought coaching college girls was difficult, but, uh, to, to coach four and five year old boys playing t-ball, um, I think I might take the, the other route more, more times over, um, but uh, it's something that they enjoy, and um, so I think the um, separation between the two is, is is difficult because now I'm coaching seven, eight months, sometimes nine months out of the year, and you know my, my boys are playing all different kinds of sports. So it's it's you got you're you're at like four different places at, at one time. So uh, I'm starting to begin to understand what parents talk about when that goes on. Speaking here with Mike Wheeler, the head coach of the OCC Lasers women's basketball team. Uh, Mike, before we jump into the season here, you, you brought up having to be in, in all these different places. You got three boys playing three different sports and then you're coaching and whatnot. How do you balance it? Because I'm sure as a dad, you want to be there, you want to be supportive, but you have your practices, you have recruiting, <clears throat> you have things you got to take care of in the office, you have games, you have travel. So how do you find a way to to be there when you can and, and whatnot, and, and is is the wife you know typically always at these games? How do you how do you make it work? Because many coaches around the country, like yourself, are in situations where they want to see their kids play, but then they're also responsible for other people's kids as well. Well, I think first off is the support um, of your staff. Um, I got two tremendous um, assistant coaches. Um, Bill Motto's been with me for 10 years, and Kelly Grinnell, one of my former players, has been with me um, for six years. And, um, you know, the fact that they know what it's like, and they've been coaching um, with me, but, you know, also have uh, years of coaching and playing under their belt, um, the support for them. Like, so, you know, if practice comes up where I have to miss practice to, to go catch a a game or bring my son to hockey or soccer or whatever it is, you know, they'll, they'll step in and, you know, they take practice for a certain day or two. And, um, it's, it's great to have that support on your staff because, you know, I feel comfortable enough to let them run practice because of the experience that they have and they do a great job at it. And, you know, um, so to have them by my side is awesome. Um, and, and I wouldn't be able to do the things, with my kids if I didn't have them. Um, and, you know, my wife and, and the boys are at almost every home game. Um, and it's nice to see them in the gym. I mean, and then they become part of the team. The girls love, you know, playing with them. And 
you know, they're they're all in, you know, they hang out in the locker room. It, it's nice to have the family around and the boys enjoy it. Um, but all in all, it's, you know, I, I got a family at home, but I also have a family, um, you know, here with the basketball team because that's the one thing we talk about um, when we leave every game before we go out after we finish a game is we always, um, you know, always get together in a group and, you know, instead of saying um, some quote or something, we say family because that's what we are. As a, as a group or a family and uh so it's, it's it's nice to have all that speaking here with mike wheeler occ lasers women's basketball head coach mike consistently you bring success to our community through occ uh, currently the team is at 12 and 3 we'll break down some different pieces of the season as we always do but first 15 games 12 and 3 you're on a two-game winning streak thoughts uh, up to this point of the first 15 games Games. Well, you know, we um, I think for the first half of the for the first half of the year, first half of the semester, um, we had to find ourselves, I think. Um, you know, every team has to have an identity. Um, and I think for the first thirteen games, we were still finding our identity as a basketball team, and um, you know we needed to do that. Um, so there's a lot of things um, that come together as you know, how, how your team, you know, what kind of defense your team's playing, um, what's best for your team, um, are you man team, are you zone team, what's best, are you pressing team. Um, so we've just been really putting it, putting it together, I think, the first half. And, and we really, you know, I thought we took the break to kind of find ourselves. Um, and, you know, we went down to Maryland um, this past weekend and, um, you know, we won the tip-off um the two tip-off games that we started in the new year and I think it's it's a great start for us and I you know Friday night we, we played an Anne Arundel team and you know we hadn't played in three and a half weeks coming off a loss so I really didn't know what to expect um but you know they just the team really responded well um and, and I thought we um we turned it up a little bit we wanted to play faster as a basketball team we wanted to pressure full court um and we did that you know we caused 36 turnovers um, um, against uh, um, Anne Arundel. Um, and then we continued it um, Sunday against Prince George, who's ranked 15th in the country right now. And, um, you know, to, to get a, two road wins like that this past weekend, um, it's a great start to the new year for us. And for you to, to get that, like you said, you know, to have all that time off and then to go off to Maryland and be able to win those games, what did it show you about you know, your team's ability to to kind of, you know, find themselves and, and figure things out when you have such a break. You know, you were off from December 12th, and then the most recent game was January 3rd. To have all that time in between and know that your team was not only capable of going out there and doing what they need to do, but to win that first game back by 20 points, and like you said, to force the turnovers that were forced. What does it say about the squad you have this year? Well, I think for us is, you know, um, what you look at is the, um, I think the experience for us. Um, the one thing that, you know, we have is we have three sophomores in the starting lineup and, and one that, um, one that comes off the bench that played for us last year that, that does a tremendous job at, at you know, at, at being leader on the floor. Um, you know, and, and I think them, they dictate what we do. Um, and, and that really started Friday night. Um, and actually when we came back to practice, 
um, back at the end of December for a few times they had nine days off and you know I think that's the piece that that you really wanted to work you want to have a good couple practices when you come back for break um, which we did um, we had a solid practice before we left for Maryland um, all things that, that you really want to lead to um, success um, which we had down there so I think that's a big key for us you know and, and having different bits and so you get those games, and, and then you'll get back into it in just a little bit here. I want to get to a couple of the players, a few of the players that you brought on recently, because I, I know some of these young ladies, Alicia Castanon uh, from West Genesee, as well as uh, Caitlin Walker from West Jenny, and Anaya Ingram from CNS, all have been on the show. I've gotten to sit next to them with the high school uh, show that we do as a piece of wake-up call in the community. What can you say about Anaya and Alicia as well as uh, as Caitlin? What have they brought to the squad, and, and why did you want to bring in these young women? Well, um, Caitlin and I are um, our two starting post players, and you know the two of them um, together are, are, are really good. Um, and, and what I like about Alicia, she comes off our bench as, as a freshman, and she gives us quite a bit of energy. Um, she, she, you know, she's all over the floor. Um, sometimes we have to tell Alicia to dial it down a little bit, um, but you can't teach that energy. That's just stuff that, that really happens. I like that a lot about Alicia. Um, Caitlin Walker, probably in my eyes, and of course I'm, um, you know, I'm being a little biased being her coach, is, is I think she's one of the best post players in the country. Um, you know, and she has the ability um, to, to, to score every time she touches the ball. Um, and and Anaya, she just gives us um, rebounding um, like you wouldn't believe. She's so active on the glass for us. Um, and, and she comes um, from, you know, a double A program as well as, as Kaylin Walker and Alicia. And those two have been in um, state championship games. They've been in state, state um, playoff games as Anaya as well with CNS. Um, so I think for us, it's 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 a great um, it's great to have those three come in, um, and especially with what we also have on the floor. I have you know Holly Sleeth from Liverpool. You know that's another Double A school. I have Kaylin Karleski from West Hill, which has always been a great basketball program. Um, and um, you know to have that, um, I have one of the top all-time leading scorers um, in um, Amber Max from Otsila Valley. She she's scored 1,700 points in high school. Um, so, you know, you, you put all these mixes and what we have on the bench, and, and um, you know, we have Courtney Clute from Baldwinsville. You know, we have, um, you know, Adriana Parsons from Watertown. You know, these are programs that, that are really good, you know, and, and that's what we enjoy taking them and, you know, and putting them into our program, and, and they're, they're already coming from good basketball programs. So um, it's, it's, it's great to have that. And to see that in our local community, speaking here with Mike Wheeler of the OCC Lasers, a women's basketball head coach, just what you could say about, you know, we've spoken in your recruitment to find, you know, find local talent and to kind of scour central and upstate New York and, and even beyond that to bring in pieces that you need. What can you say about the talent here in central New York when we bring up the CNSs and the Liverpools and the West Jennies and so on? Just just what level of talent you're getting, what you're finding, because there are 
successful programs here, as you had, you know, elaborated on. And there's good, you know, quality students and athletes in our community. Just what you can say about the importance of of keeping them local and obviously utilizing their talents to have success because you've been able to do that. Well, you know, what I enjoy about it is the fact that, um, you know, we keep Central New York basketball players here, you know, and I think um, they want to stay here and, and play um, for a program um, that that is, first of all, we're successful. Um, and, you know, I think outside in the community, I, I'm, you know, I'm hoping people realize, obviously, having these players on the team, that they realize that and they're here playing. Um, but I think it also just gives not only the community that sees them in high school playing locally, now they come to the, to the college level and they can see them locally too. Um, and it just it, it gives these it gives these kids an opportunity to play right out of, right away out of high school. You know, a lot of times, you know, you're 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 headed to a four year school that's that's more expensive. Um, you know, you, you know, you go to the private schools and so on and so forth. And you know, some of these, you know. Speaking from a, a, a father and a family that has three children, it's, I have to put these three kids for school in, in, in 12, 14 years. Um, it, it's expensive, you know, and you're talking four years of school, if, you know, that at 150000 to $200,000 for four years, that's that's expensive. You can come stay local and come to a community college like Onondaga and you save money, it's affordable, and it's a great education as well. Um, so... I, I think that's also something that, that, that helps our basketball program, and, and, and that's why these kids want to come here and play. And, you, you know, to, to see that, to see that growth and that success and the fact that their families can be in the stands and be a part of that, you know, just, just what that has done. I mean, the relationships that you feel like you've built with, with the local area, do you, do you get a sense of that, that when you walk into a West Jenny gym or a Liverpool gym or Beeville or – whatever it may be, that, that there is that, you know, positive connection. Do you get a sense for that because you are so good to, to the local players because you really do try to keep them here and find that talent? Do you feel that when you walk into a building that they know who Mike Wheeler is and that they have respect for the OCC program? Um, you know, I, I think first with me, it's more about establishing relationship with the local high school coaches. I think that's, that's the thing that I like to do um, is establishing you know relationship with them first and then you know letting them know I might be at a game or two or, or you know and I'll introduce myself well, most of the high school coaches have been around for um, a few years so I, I know of them so I, I think that relationship starts when I walk in the gym it's um, that's pretty much how um, you know the relationship in then if I walk in a gym and you know, then I think I've noticed that way. Um, but, you know, having contact with people in the area and the community, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, I, I try to, um, you know, I try to make myself available um, to everyone that, that needs help or is interested in, in playing basketball. So I would hope that's the case. Yeah, coming from Mike Wheeler here this morning for OCC Lasers Women's Basketball. Uh, Mike, really quick before I let you go here too, 
to look at, you know, what's what's coming up here as you move forward after coming back from Maryland. You will be at Corning Community College on the 11th, and then you're at home on the 14th and the 16th, a Tuesday and a Thursday game. What what can you say about, you know, coming back to Allen Hall, getting the opportunity to get back in front of the fans again? You have that double header and then you won't play two ga- you won't play two games back to back. In, for the rest of the regular season, you'll have at home. You'll have your Broom and Jefferson, and then you'll have Finger Lakes by itself, Corning by itself, Tompkins, and then Cayuga after that. So, just what you can say about knowing how important that is, how important home games are, and that that your your last stretch of having two in a row at home is coming up very soon. Um, I think just the fact that um, you know next Tuesday and Thursday um, to be back in our gym, we haven't really played home and. Um, if you think of a look at our schedule, it'd be three three away games, including a, a trip to Mohawk Valley that we lost, and then uh, two Maryland trip, trip uh, games um, that were difficult for us. Um, and this weekend, Saturday is going to be a tough road game in Corning. It's a really tough place to play. Um, we've struggled there in the past. Um, last year, we had a sixteen point lead going in the second half, um, and they had a and Corning came back and had a chance to tie the game with 10 seconds to go, and we ended up getting out of there with a one-point victory. So I think it's for us um, staying consistent um, and then and getting a win Saturday and then coming home next week um, to play two conference games, and the conference games are the rest of the way. Um, so it's, it's, it's good to get a good start off for us on Saturday and uh, to come back home next week. You got to play Brian and Stratton. College. You played Rochester's Brian and Stratton, and you've also played Syracuse's. Syracuse is in their first season. It was your first game that you had out there this season for 2019-2020. That game back played on November 1st of 2019, and you got to play that game at home. What can you say about Brian and Stratton? It's a new program. First, you know, first ever year, inaugural year. Clay Sherman's a friend of mine and came into this community to coach this team. So obviously they are finding their way and figuring things out as a first-year program. What did you take away from that game? You won it 76-64 to 64 at home. What can you say about Clay Sherman? Have you gotten to speak with him at all? And just what your thoughts are about having another women's basketball program come to our community? Well, it's nice, you know, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's got different options down there um, for Brian and Stratton, but I think Clay's do, you know, did a great job, and he's doing a great job in his first year, and um, it, it was nice to, to start off with two Syracuse teams going at it. And, um, you know, most likely, hopefully, we can continue to put them on the schedule in the, in the future. It, it'll, it'll be good for us. That coming from Mike Wheeler. Mike, as always, I appreciate your time. I know you got a lot of great things coming up. I'll see you soon, I'm sure. But in the meantime, my best to you as you head out to Corning. And then when you come back home next week, it'll be good to see you in the community. And, and thank you again for all that you're doing. Thanks so much for having me, Dan, and uh, Happy New Year again.